Hey guys, today we're going to be talking about what it takes to be a championship man. You see, every man wants to be a champion. However, many men are going about it all alone. They're grinding and working day by day to climb the hill of success, only to find out they can't make it to the top by themselves. You see, championships cannot be won alone. Championships can only be won with a team. So let's learn how to develop the right mindset so we can be championship men. If you want to see a written version of this podcast, go to the blog at davidthemaxwell.com. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Okay, I'm going to nerd out a little bit on the beginning of today's show because I want to talk about one of my favorite scenes from a movie recently. Um, Avengers Endgame was a movie that we'd all been waiting a long time for. Uh, I say a long time, the, the universe at that time, what was it, 10 years or more of movies leading up to this one movie. And, and the end of it is something that, that to me was so powerful because you really thought that Thanos had won, the bad guy. And you were sitting there going, oh no, he's won. He's, he's ruined everything. And Captain America is walking out to battle because he's basically the last one left. The other two were back hurt and he's kind of walking out. And all of a sudden he hears the, the words, Cap, on your left. And there's a whole story behind that. But even saying it right now, I get goosebumps. And so what happens is the portals open, all the Avengers come out with many others to help fight Thanos, and, it, and it's a huge battle. And, and to me, I love that scene, even if, you know, some people complained about the movie and whatever, but that scene was great. And to me, it's one of the best illustrations of the power of team. And the last few episodes, we've been using basketball to talk about how to live as a man and some of the things we want to do. And one of the best parts of championships in basketball, or any sport for that matter, is hearing the interviews afterwards. Many of the players and coaches talk about how they did it together. I mean, other than the obligatory, what are you going to do now I'm going to Disney World, um, that they all throw in there. But they all learn how they overcame adversity, how they stuck together. The coaches, the players, they all talk about it. Even the athletes who compete alone, you know, those who are in golf or tennis or things like that, they talk about their coaches. They talk about the people who supported them. And there's a truth in that that I think we as men need to take a hold of. Championships always take a team. No one wins by themselves. But isn't it funny that too many men today are trying to battle on their own? They're fighting all by themselves. They're, they're grinding. They're doing the day-to-day. -day. Many of them are just living actually in survivor mode. And what I call they're living in the overwhelm. But they're doing it all alone. So it's a complete waste of their time and energy because you can't win alone. You may survive. But I think as men, we want to do more than survive. You see, we weren't designed to live life alone. What you want to do is live like a championship man. And in order to be a championship man, 
you've got to be part of a team. Now, not a literal team, like a sports team. I don't want you to have like, you know, four other guys living in your house and, you know, you come out every morning and do a huddle and break and go about your day. What I'm talking about is you need to be in relationships that are like a team, relationships that help you and encourage you. So today we're going to be talking about two championship things you can develop to build a team around you. Now, if you want to be a championship man, one of the things you have to develop is a team mindset. And a team mindset for us, what does it look like? Well, it begins when we as men honestly evaluate ourselves and how we live. You see, a lot of guys are so busy living life, they never take the time to evaluate where are they at? What are they doing? What's working? What's not working? They're just trying to make it to Saturday. They're just trying to pay off the latest bill. They're just trying to get their kids to wherever and do whatever. And you see, that, that's, that survivor mentality doesn't help you develop that team mindset. So what a lot of men do is they tend to be the lone wolf or the martyr. The lone wolf man is a man who says, hey, no one can do it like me. I'm, I'm the leader, I'm the alpha, and I'm the best. I'm going to do it all by myself. I don't need nobody. You know, and a lot of guys live their life that way. But that's not a team mindset. And those guys don't win championships with their life. In other words, they don't make a lasting impression on other people. And they don't really make a difference that lasts. The other side is the man who's the martyr. Now, the martyr man is one who kind of gets that woe is me attitude. And I'm all alone. Nobody can, nobody uh, does it like me. I'm by myself, but I'm giving it my all. I'm suffering. And, and one day everyone's going to realize how great I am. And what they're doing is they're being a martyr. And the problem with both those attitudes is that both of them have the underlying motivation of pride. Now, with the lone wolf, you would say, well, that's obvious. He's very prideful. But the martyr's prideful too. He kind of hides behind that martyr attitude, you know, acting like, oh, you know, I'm suffering more than anyone else. But that's really a form of pride. And pride drives us to try and do everything by ourselves. Whatever our motivation is, it's pride that's the underlying motivation behind it. And that pride blinds us to our own reality and our own abilities. We either think we can do everything when we can't, or we think we can't do anything when we could do more than we're doing. See, a lot of guys think they're better than they really are. It's kind of like the people on the shows that you see who think they're great singers, and then they go on these shows and they realize how bad they are. Or in sports, you know, people who are the best in high school sometimes get to college and realize... I'm not as good as I thought I was. Or the college player who gets to the pros and realizes, I need to do a lot of work. And so a lot of men, they think they're better than they are, but other men kind of have a mental pity party to console themselves. Well, if everything hadn't been against me, if those people hadn't hated me, if this hadn't happened in my life or that hadn't happened in my life, and that's really a different form of pride. What you want to do as a man is be open to team and allowing a team mindset to develop in you 
So you begin to understand the reality of your own strengths and weaknesses. You see, when you're part of a team, you know that some players are going to be better at one thing and some players are going to be better at the other. And guess what? That's normal. As a man, you're good at some stuff. You're probably better than most people at some things, but you're also weak at some things. I've talked many times, I can't sing. I am not good singing by myself. Uh, when I'm alone, of course, I'm a great singer. But when I'm around people, I sing very quietly, unless the music's really loud where they can't hear me, because I know that's not a strength I have. I, you know, Being on key and on pitch, I have no idea what that means. But I, I speak in front of people. That's something I enjoy doing. So everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. Everybody does. Recently, I went to a lawn and garden store. Um, and, and it's really, I'm not a big yard guy, but the front of my house has these bushes that just, they don't look good. The freeze recently killed a bunch of them. And I was just tired of them. And I, I'm redoing the inside of the house. So I thought, you know, I'm going to do the front too. So I took a bunch of pictures of the front of my house and I went to the store and I found a guy there who was incredible. And, and I said, hey, I showed him the pictures. I said, I need plants that look good, but don't take a lot of maintenance just to bring some order to my front. Because right now, I think the builder just grabbed whatever plant he had around to plant. So I got to the store. I saw all the sea of plants and everything, and it was overwhelming. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what these plants were. But this guy knew them all. And he helped me. He took me around and he focused me and he even kind of got me excited about yard work, which that's, that's a kind of a Christmas miracle right there. Um, but his strengths helped me be better. See, that's an area I'm weak in, but he was strong in. And so my yard's going to look better because of his strength, not mine. And as men, we should be seeking out people to get involved in our life who can use their strengths to help us. Coaches and friends who will help us out and focus on us. And you can do that for other people. We've talked recently about the power of an outside viewpoint. That's what a coach brings you. Someone who can look at your life and say, hey, have you ever thought of this, this, and this? And you may never have. Which that means for us as men, we have to develop what I call relational aggressiveness. And that's part of developing a team where you go out and look for those relationships. You don't just sit back and wait for them. You instigate them. Men need to be more relationally aggressive. I think men should be the ones who pursue women because that forces them to mature in many ways. I think parents, dads especially, should pursue the relationship with their children and even the relationships with their friends. A lot of guys just sit around and say, well, nobody calls me. Why didn't anybody talk to me? Well, mature people are the ones who do the reaching out. They don't wait around. You see, babies sit and wait and cry till somebody does something for them. But as we get older, we're not supposed to do that anymore. But I think a lot of people still do that today. I know men who just sit there and wait for other people to do things for them. And they're kind of being a big baby. And what we want to do is be mature as men. And a championship man understands I can't do everything myself. But there's people out there who can help me. So I'm going to build a team. The second thing a man needs to develop if he wants to be a championship man is he needs to develop a strong intimacy. One of the things that's interesting to me 
is the connection that many veterans have from wars. Like there are World War II veterans who met every year or just about every year from the end of World War II till they passed away. And the reason they did that is because they had a connection from battle, a connection that really kind of made it through all the fact that they all had different lives. Why is that? Well, because in battle, they, they became real with themselves. They formed intimate bonds because they went through things that nobody else went through. And a lot of times they had to show their real selves. They showed when they were scared, when they were angry, when they were upset. And so through that intimacy of battle, bonds happen. And you hear that from veterans of all wars. You hear that from guys like Navy SEALs and other people who go through stuff that nobody else gets. Because in those moments of weakness or anger or whatever, they form intimate bonds. And these bonds have lasted a lifetime for some of these men. But intimacy is not always easy for men. But it's absolutely necessary if you want to form a team. Why is that? Well, if we look at life as a battle, and, and we're using basketball and sports and things like that, there's a time to be in the field of battle, but there's also a time when you need to take your armor off. That's why games don't go on for days and days. You can't stay at that level all the time. And you as a man can't leave your armor on all the time or it wears you out or hurts you. And a lot of us as men, we're leaving our mask on. We're leaving that, that fake part of us. And, I, and part of it's the part we play and, and our jobs and our roles. But there's times you just need to be you. You need to be authentic. Hey, this is who I am. But so many men don't do that and they don't know how. So they're basically leaving their armor on all the time. And if you do that, it's going to hurt you. It's going to wear you out. I was reading recently about uh, George Patton, the general from World War II. And, it, and it's amazing that one of the things he was most pushing for his men, not only he always wanted to get them good food, which that's important for us as men, but he wanted fresh socks for his men. He wanted his men to be able to change their socks every day. And you think, it's war. Why do they need socks? Because Patton understood that if a man can put on fresh socks, it kind of freshens his feet, it protects his feet, and his feet are what he fights with. So he understood that need to take off the armor. And we're talking just a pair of socks. But some of us have men, we've been playing a part for so long, we don't know how to be ourselves. We don't really know even what we feel or think. Someone says, hey, what do you feel? And you as a man say, uh, I don't know, I feel hungry. Well, a lot of times that just means you don't know how to feel. You do feel as a man, every man feels deeply, but you can't explain it because you've never done it. You've never taken your armor off. And too many men have their armor on all the time. And a lot of young men don't know what that looks like because they didn't even realize it. And a lot of older men think they can't change. And what you need to do is understand that you have to have people around you that you can be real with and be authentic. See, a lot of guys have developed that tough exterior from childhood, so they don't know how to take off the armor. Maybe they, their dad was that way, or things happened to them where they got hurt. And so what they do is they just play parts based on who they're around. And they've convinced themselves that that's what a man is. 
And a lot of people really think that. The tough guy, the guy who always, you know, can kick everybody else around. That's a tough guy. That's what a real man is. No, that's a guy who's always got his armor on. And we actually live in a society that encourages men to do that. Now, it looks different for every age group. It's funny how uh, younger men, I see, they'll, they kind of do the same thing. Like a lot of them all wear the same thing, or they all grow beards, or they all do this stuff. That's just kind of a way of putting on their own armor. And the sad thing is, armor keeps you from ever really getting close with anyone. If you're always wearing armor, you can't get close to people. A lot of guys out there will attract women with the part they play. They play a certain part that's attractive to certain type of women. The problem is those relationships don't go very deep because he doesn't know how to be intimate. He doesn't know how to take his armor off. So a lot of couples never get as close as they could because the man doesn't know how to take his armor off. Now, women are the same way, but we're not here to deal with women today. When a man can take his armor off, it means he can connect and become intimate with someone else. And that, that works for his wife. It works for his children. A lot of guys would be a whole lot better as dads if they just were real around their children, if they didn't act like they had it all together. Because your children know. Your children see you. They know the real you. So why do you fake around them? Now, taking your armor off doesn't mean you cry, play with butterflies, or write poetry. Taking your armor off means that you're just authentic and genuine with yourself and with others. You see, men who are champions in their life and impact people for long term, they're the ones who live authentically. And you have to develop strong intimacy as a man, not because it will help you with your friendships, although it will, not because it will improve your ability to connect to women, which it will, but because your full potential as a man can only be released when you develop strong intimacy with others. And that's how you build a championship team for your life. Now, a lot of guys ask, they say, Dave, how do I do this? Where do I start? Well, one of the best things you can do as a man to begin to learn how to be a championship man is to form a band of brothers. So I want to tell you what we're doing next week in episode 29. We're going to begin a month-long focus on forming a brotherhood. Next week, we're going to have special guest Stephen Mansfield. He's an author of a book called Men on Fire, and he's written a bunch of other books. And he's a really great writer, and he's really serious about helping men be better. So if you're serious about intimacy, if you really want to learn how to be a championship man, you want to find a way to form a band of brothers. Because the truth is, we need each other as men. We're not supposed to do this alone. So if you want to form a championship team, what you need to do is form a brotherhood. And starting next week, we're going to show you how to do that. been listening to the confident man podcast click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode you can connect with david on facebook and instagram at david the maxwell find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me that's theconfidentman.me